0: and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome and thank you so much for being here on the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. Today we are doing something a bit different. The lovely Gillian Jones-Williams from Emerge is going to be interviewing me for my chapter and because I'm an entrepreneur so why not get interviewed. Gillian thank you so much for doing this. I will leave it in your capable hands. It's an absolute pleasure, Trudy, it really is.
1: And I guess the place where we need to start is that you've never had a book published before, um, never done anything like this. So how on earth did you get this idea for what is your brainchild um,
0: to publish the book? Crazy story, actually, because, crazy, there you go, um, because I lost all um, motivation. I lost all motivation for this year with, I think it was the third long lockdown that we had in the UK. And I, when you're doing the same thing with your business and you love what you do, and because of the, the weight that I felt from all women entrepreneurs that I'm involved with, I just, I lost my motivation for what I was doing. And I, when I do that... I don't stay down for long. So I wanted to make sure that I could find my love, something that I could get my teeth into, something that meant a lot to me. So what I do in that circumstance is to sit down and think, what do I want to be known for? What do I want to be able to create that other people can get involved with so that we're, we feel like we're together and that we're not so isolated. And I came up with this idea of, okay, let's do a book because I like to create platforms for women to have their voices heard. So that was brilliant. I came up with the idea of, okay, I'll do a book. Okay. So then I, so I think that was a Sunday afternoon in the sunshine with the gin and tonic as we do, and came up with the idea for the book didn't have a name, didn't know what was going to happen. And then I started talking about it, I think on the Tuesday. By the Thursday, I had a contract ready and an appendix of information that I wanted involved in the book. I put it out to my audience. And within, I think, a week, I had 40 people that wanted to be involved in the first book. Because at that stage, I thought, I'll just do a little book. That'd be nice. A little 10-pager. Yeah, a little 10-pager, a little e-book that can go out. And it has absolutely grown from there because everybody has a story and we all deserve and want to be seen and heard. So I just, I ran with it. And what it's given me is that utter joy of hearing other people's stories, reading them and getting motivation and inspiration for me and knowing what this can do for other people. And it has been phenomenal to read. The, the tenacity and the resilience that comes through in all of these chapters is, just, is phenomenal. So I'm very proud of it
1: it's an amazing story, and I think you're so right. Are you so many people lost their motivation during lockdown? and it's it's a wonderful, joyful thing to do at the end of it. So let's talk about your chapter. And um, in your chapter, like so many women, you talk about your programming, internal programming, as a child and the impact that that had on you. But how you turned that around? So, how did you unlearn that programming?
0: So, what I hear a lot from people is what they think they can't do. And one of my favourite quotes is, If you think you can or you can't, you're right, which I believe is Henry Ford. So, I was told throughout my life what I couldn't do or what I, where I wasn't enough. You're too loud. You're too dramatic. Can't imagine. Never. <laughs> um, you're, you're too much. Uh, go and hide in a corner. Don't, don't be seen. Don't be heard because you're too bright. You're too vibrant. What? <laughs> um, uh, and all of these things that you're told through your life. Uh, and as a child, um, that kind of um, be seen and not heard, Uh, From when we grew up, yes, it it comes through and it it carries you through your life until I realised that actually, having your own business, you have to be able to look at these things and unlearn them. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know that I've unlearned them all. (laughs) I think it is a massive process having your own business, but being able to be aware of where these things have come from and then really look at them and be willing. To to unlearn them in a way that that benefits you and suits your personality. So I can never be, I can't, I with the dramatic thing, I have to be dramatic as part of my DNA. Yeah. <laughs> I talk with my hands all the time, but nobody puts Trudy in the corner. Nobody does. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> so and, and I. I don't know that I have a process of the unlearning of all of those things. But what I feel like I've done is I've fought them. And when they come up now and I somebody recently said to me, God, you're too much. And they said it as a maybe a bit of a joke or a, a throwaway comment. But to me, it's jarring. Of Oh, crikey, am I? Do I need to go and um, be quiet for a while? Do I need to to tone down who I am? Do I need to unshine? No,
1: please <laughs> don't, think
0: um so with that process of the unlearning the the programming from childhood and and adults crikey in the corporate arena you I think that is looking at the ones that you decide to fight against and I don't like the word fight it sounds like it's aggressive but it's that that thought process that you go through of that's not true for me anymore yeah I'm not listening to that am I too much for you no problem give me someone I'm not too much for because there's a lot of people out there I believe seven billion (laughs) so there's got to be one other person that I'm not too much for and that's That's such a brilliant attitude it really is and I think you're, you're right everybody listening to this I think if
1: they believed their programming they probably never would have progressed with their own business and so a great lesson there
0: yeah yeah
1: Naturally, from knowing you personally and also reading your chapter, I know that your sister Jodie was a massive part of your life. And you talk about when you lost Jodie, how everything was different and it changed. Mm. How did that change you? Uh,
0: My my sister Jodie had cerebral palsy, uh, severe cerebral palsy. So for me, growing up, she was such a massive influence on my life of the potential of anybody because so many people would look at somebody that's that's very disabled and and I've had it said to me quite a bit of what a burden it must be and how hard on the family and of course all these things those things can be true but I just saw the potential in her and in our chats and how we had our relationship and when she died I was in Australia and she was in the UK so I had to very quickly get a flight back um, and I didn't make it back before she died and for me because of the relationship that we had I didn't feel like I had to be there at the end um, as obviously upsetting as it was. So when she died the hole that I felt in my whole being was immense it was I I didn't know what to do to try and move forward. And I had my business at this stage and it was in the early stages. So what that, with the grief process, with coming back to the UK um, and then having to go back to Australia a month later, I literally couldn't be anything other than myself. I dropped every mask that I'd ever worn. I didn't have the energy to be able to be who that one person needed me to be. And I say that one person because I was different people to different people. Because if they needed me to be up, then I'd be up. If they needed me to be calm, I'd be calm. However, because of that programming of you're you're too much, you're too dramatic, I would be who that person needed me to be. And with the grief process, I learned, or didn't learn, I I couldn't be anything other than me. And the most interesting thing was, I think, within two months after getting back to Australia, I gave a workshop at a networking event that I held. uh, And to stand in front of 35 women entrepreneurs and give a workshop on very practical things, because I'm very practical, and realize that these wonderful women were looking at me as me, the tears that were in that room, it was palpable. The whole feeling of connection and an engagement to an extent, but connection was so real in those moments that I realised that I didn't have to be anybody else. And Jodie taught me that through her death, but in her life as well. And when I look back, I can really see that. So it was um, a very powerful moment of realization that has created who I who I have allowed myself to be from that moment on
1: that that gave me absolute goosebumps it really did and i'm sure that she would be so proud and delighted
0: that that was the legacy that she left with you absolute legacy and what i what i'm one of the little things that I've done is in my business branding and actually on the in the book branding, there's a little butterfly because Jody is my that's my symbol for Jody of the little butterfly the, of being a cocoon for most of her life. And now she's flying free. And I just oh, I love it.
1: Oh my goodness, I've got goosebumps again. Well, well, let's talk about the branding for the book and let's talk about, because anybody who's, I've seen it now will have seen the beautiful, vibrant branding of Crazy Daisy. But how did you come up with Crazy Daisy? And I guess the next thing is, is where are you
0: going now? Mikey, this is going to be long. No, um, Crazy Daisy came from, I had a, a, a program that I was running in Australia for uh, a mastermind that I was running. And I was, walking the El Camino, which is a thousand kilometre track across the top of Spain with two friends from Australia. And at the end, we went and sat by a pool for three days to recover our feet. And uh, I was sat with my friend and I was talking to her about this program that I was running. I didn't think the name was right and something wasn't connecting with me. And she said, you're just a crazy daisy. You've just got to look at it like that and that everybody that you attract is going to be a part of your crazy daisies. Because there's a daisy chain, which is the name of my business, uh, where we're all connected and everybody has the, the weaker links and the stronger links. But it's all about the beauty. Um, and daisies open up during the sunshine and close down to have rest and recuperation. We probably need to do more of that. And she said, you're just a crazy daisy. And she said, oh, and at the time... I can't remember what the old name was, but it was so boring. It was something like Game On. And she said, it's the Crazy Daisy Clarity Club. I was like, oh, my God, I love it. And when I started telling people, it was like Marmite. They would either say, I absolutely love it, or that's that's too much. Uh, people might <laughs> be able to say it. And I said, I love it. So <laughs> Crazy Daisy was born as a kind of a little brand at that stage and has grown from there. And what's next? What's next? so much (laughs) um so the the name of the book came out of the fact that i've had that brand for a long time and uh, a very good friend of mine knows the pink floyd song shine on you crazy diamond I think it's called and so he said it's shine on crazy daisies that's brilliant it encapsulates everything because we do need to be able to shine Uh, and everybody's a crazy daisies (laughs) We, we absolutely are yeah so it's so the, the there's now going to be I would think between 4 and 6 books coming out in this city. Oh, oh wow. Because everybody's got these stories and the podcasts I am loving doing because it's hearing people's voices. Uh, And what I now know my business is about is creating these platforms for women entrepreneurs to have their voices heard and to be seen for what they have accomplished and what they're wanting to do next. So with the book and the podcast and uh, networking, Crazy Daisy Networking, which is a really important part of people being able to talk to other businesswomen about their businesses. Uh, And that's the Crazy Daisy bit of the brand. And then I'm also a business coach. So helping people to be able to work out what they want to do rather than what they think they have to do or should do is my joy. I'm able to hear what's in your head and take it out and put it into actionable plans. And when I see those light bulb moments and those, I've got it, I've got it. That's so exciting Um, motivation returning to people that's that's my purpose in life and I love every second of it
1: that's so wonderful and in motivating yourself
0: collating the book
1: you're continuing and, and I know you do truly to really motivate others than the amount of women you put on the track to being successful already is phenomenal so I can see in the future it will be more massive so two final questions for you and the first question is what's one lesson that you feel every entrepreneur should know and secondly and then you can ask them together and secondly what's your favorite piece of software because we're all
0: technology well apart from me technologically inclined these days so my number one lesson from that workshop that i gave probably Uh, I think it's seven years ago now, uh, is to be the whole of yourself in your business and find out who you are. Because when you can connect with people in that way, from being the whole of yourself and not feeling like you're wearing a mask, the business growth will come. And it seems like the most ridiculous thing to say, but it works. Because when you're all of you, people can connect to you in all kinds of different ways. And that's what creates... Uh, real brand awareness and real um, connection with other people and my favorite piece of software has to be zoom yes I've been using it for probably 10 years and to watch what it's done and accomplished over this last couple of years with being allowing us to still connect with each other and all the networking's online as well so it's worldwide and people being able to connect people they would never have known if it hadn't been for for Zoom. So I absolutely love and appreciate everything that they have done and the fact that we are in this time that technology is so important and it can be the thing that helps you to grow your business in a much bigger way.
1: Absolutely. Or, you know, we would have lost so many businesses without it in the last 18 months.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Wow. Um, Judy, you are a true inspiration. Um, And the, the book is amazing. I'm sure it's going to bring a lot to everybody. Please continue to shine on. Please continue to be crazy and continue to inspire other crazy daisies because we need more, more crazy people. Thank you so much, Julian. This has been fun.
0: Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more! Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for just £27 per month. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, www.thedaisychaingroup.com.